Well, guess who walked into the lion's den? A bit of an update from the Left Chess team. Uh, Raghav Mehta, beloved co-host of the show, is dying of the Black Plague and has been just throwing up blood left and right for a week or so, and we don't have any banked episodes. So I decided to dig one up from the crates and go back into our Mixcloud servers back when this was a live radio show in Brooklyn in a shipping container and get an old episode up. So... This is before I joined the show, which is, is uh, you know, it's hard to imagine. It's Anders Lee, the beloved uh, entertainer, currently doing a tour in Europe right now. He's hosting the show with uh, his former co-host, uh, God, the fuck, I just forgot his name. I have to do this whole thing again. Ian Garcia. And they are interviewing trans activist, uh, entertainer Angelica Weiss on being sexually deviant. A self-described dirty whore is the words she uses. So, it's interesting. It's a really cool interview. Uh, It's a bit of a cool look into what the show used to be. Uh, I know everyone wants us to talk about Nazis and stuff like that because that's what's happening right now, but we're going to get on mic again soon and make that happen. In the meantime, check this show out. Uh, Come to the Left Jess show this Saturday, paid protests with an amazing lineup. We're benefiting uh, Books Behind Bars, the local DSA initiative, and uh, that's this Saturday, 7 to 9. So, yeah, thanks for checking in. This has been Alex Patak. Now, into the time machines! Thank you for tuning in to KPIS. This is Left Jest. Anders Lee here with Ian Garcia, my co-host, and we're very pleased today to welcome Angelica Weiss. Thanks for coming on the show today, Angelica. Angelica Weiss. Thanks for having me. I want to say sorry for the late start. This is a bit of my problem. Try taking an Uber, and that led to us in traffic. It really wasn't my fault. I was ready. There you go. You got it? I'm Angelica Weiss, and I haven't peed for two hours. (laughs) And I've been in heels for three hours. Hi. Hi. There we go. So, yeah. Angelica, um, Vice, mm-hmm. how are you? Well, we got in a car accident, and we <laughs> we took the J train. And I stood the whole time. And next time, I'm going to wear a pregnant belly so someone actually gives me a C. But anyway, I'm good. There you go. I'm Excellent. glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. Good to have you. Um, so, you have a web presence. Would you say how long have you been cultivating this? I have a what? Web presence. Yeah. Huh. Um. Well, I mean, that's a very good question. I started, I'm an artist and I make images and Uh I started making these kinds of images a little over a year ago. And as I've gone about my process, the platform has changed. So it started out being uh, Craigslist and that was the first way I was showing my images and also being a practicing whore, you know, Uh like it it was just kind of, um, it was, 
it was part of that. Like the, the, the image wasn't the end goal, but I realized as an artist that I was making images that I was showing to people that were getting a response. And uh, I eventually realized that this was my medium. You know, what were the what would you post on Craigslist? So what were the names of the posts? What subcategories? Oh, you know, I'm a whore. Give me your cock, et cetera, et cetera. And then okay. some pictures. And the pictures are, are what got a response. And I realized, you know, like coming from an art school background, you can have a fucking critique and put something on a wall, and everyone's like, "This is really cool." That's really cool. I, I like that one. Or you can fucking, you know, the stuff I got on Craigslist was like, it was a wild response. It was, um, and it was real. It was real. And there was a real back and forth there. And sometimes there was an orgasm. So on that revealed itself to be my true practice. On uh, giving people orgasms or? or also, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, like, there's, there's making images and there's a performative aspect. Mm -hmm. I am Angelica Weiss. Right. And how did the, this uh, name come about? What is there a story behind that? A lot of time on Nameberry.com. <laughs> uh, so what I wanted to bring up is that this thing on Craigslist has turned to something else. You're, you're a woman on a mission right now. I'm a woman, yes. On a mission, though. On a mission, sure. Because I, I think it's fascinating as all hell. Um, you had a real... F we talked a while ago kind of about restrictive internet and kind of like what... Like, what do you mean by that? And why is that almost your target demographic? So the audience. Okay, so, I mean, the current incarnation, which is the most public, and it's the most, I mean, the Craigslist eye is only up for so long. Uh, what I'm doing now is, is different in that way. But what was the question? <laughs> Restrictive internet. Oh, right? yeah, right. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I started to... I mean, I, I really can't get there without walking through the whole thing. So it started off on Craigslist, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, there was, like, dick raining from the sky, and it was great. But uh, I, I wanted to focus on these images themselves and how, like, the selfie is, like, the modern form of self-portraiture and everything. And I was kind of creating this persona and then embodying it in a performative way. And um, what happened next was I got on Tinder. So it felt like that was a sort of, like, a mainstreaming of Angelica because... To be on Tinder, you have to have a Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. So already the platform was expanding. It, it, it went on to Tinder. I had to open a Facebook account. Facebook requires you to have a name of some sort, right? So suddenly there was a name. Before people would ask me, what do I call you? I'd just be like, call me slut, you know, whatever, whore. As long as one syllable, you can save time. And on Tinder, it was, uh, I, I, I had to flesh out my character, you know? So it's still like the, the only identifying uh, information about me on my Facebook is that I went to the new school, <laughs> which I think is very funny. No, um, it, it, it was just a way of fleshing out my character on Tinder. Um, and then when I got laid off Tinder, I was like, okay, well, this was a success, I guess. What's next? And it just kept moving to, um, you know, like other social media platforms. I, I have accounts on all different websites and stuff. But the, the Facebook kind of took off. <laughs> I, I, I really don't know what's driving it. But I started to get all these, like, friend requests in the thousands uh, from people in, like, mostly in the Middle East, yeah. which was interesting. And I noticed that the people who were sending me friend requests were like, <laughs> a lot of them were personal pages, but, but j just as much, if not more, were like someone had clearly made a sex Facebook. Like it was not their name. Maybe there were, there were no identifying pictures of them. It was like, it seemed to be for the purpose of like, s like online sex chat or whatever on Facebook, which, which, which no one does in America 
right? Like no one goes, I'm gonna go on my sex Facebook to get off tonight, you know? Like you have porn, you have the internet, there's so many right. ways and other platforms that are for that, like Tinder, for example. Mm -hmm. But I realized that in these countries, uh, you know, a, a, a lot of these are, like they, they have restricted internet. Right. So in a way, these people were surfing the internet through Facebook, right? So that's why there were all these groups, these closed groups that had porn and, uh, and stuff like that. And that was like, Facebook had this other fu functionality in these countries. And of course, eventually their accounts usually are deleted or the groups are deleted because you know you can't have porn on Facebook, but they just keep coming. And, and do yeah. they get deleted by Facebook or by the... Well, because it, it's not part of the, you know, it breaks the rules. Uh -huh. But I realized that I had a role in that and, wow. um, and, and my images were significant in that way that, that I was creating, not porn necessarily, but porn adjacent images mm. um, on this Facebook platform for a, an audience mostly comprised of people in countries with restricted internet access. Yeah. Yeah, so I noticed, what do you try to conjure with your images? You said like adjacent to porn. So for like, I guess we could post a link on the a SoundCloud better. or something to kind of uh, show a little bit of what you're talking about because mm -hmm. we can't transmit images through audio. But what is like- Oh, we're gonna take pictures. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, we, we have an Instagram. Anders, what's the Instagram? Uh, left just we still don't have a photo. Yeah, we don't have a profile. Instagram.com slash Angelica underscore vice. Nice. Yes. Okay, we'll make that work right now. Um, He's obsessed with this idea of me dominating you. I don't know what that means. <laughs> and there was some talk about putting things in your mouth. Yeah. I, I, I have no hard limits, I like to say, but let's just let that happen when it, you know, let's just let it happen organically. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but the, uh, the question I want to ask was, what do you try to conjure with your images? Because I feel like there's a touch of, you get a lot of comparisons to, what was it? It was Lady Gaga? No. No, I'm, I'm lying. What was it? We were talking it's about this. It's an honest expression of my sexuality. Okay, really, yeah. really. I mean, like, I have a lot of lived experience as a dirty whore. Yeah. And I'm proud of that. Good. And I think okay. especially in an increasingly sex-negative time where mm -hmm. we're judging people for... Um, it feels important that I express that honestly and publicly. Yeah, and also it, as an artist making images yeah. as well. And, you know? and it's what's interesting, too, is that you're also going for, like, what I would imagine a really, like, sex-negative... Uh, like I guess internet bases that how Facebook is this real avenue towards uh, is one of their only avenues towards porn towards like sexual images and you're using that as a tool to like go to the most sex negative like uh, places right is that the right I said places so many times well it's times. been a lot of love so far it's been a lot of love <laughs> yeah, do you want I don't want you to read the quotes I mean do you want to read the quotes of what of like all the love quotes you're getting, any love letters you've gotten? Oh, there's so many. I, I appreciate all of them, and oh, uh, I do read them all. Oh, excellent. Yeah. What, is there, are there a specific couple of countries where this is, you have the most followers? It's really interesting to look at the profiles of a lot of the people who follow me, because people, um, people in other countries, uh, non, like, not people in, 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 in North America, let's say, uh -huh. uh, they inhabit online spaces in a different way. Like, like there, there's a different significance to being online and showing your face. You know what I mean? Like, especially in a place where behavior is so policed, obviously internet is restricted. You understand then why someone would have a sex Facebook or a sex Instagram, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, which would look to most anyone else as just a really sketchy profile without the information that you'd want to see before you trust someone and talk to them. But I understand it as a way for someone to access content that they otherwise can't. And I'm really happy to have a place in that. They can access me all the time. <laughs> and do you com and you communicate with them? You chat with some of them, or there's sometimes, so many that sometimes. it's hard to. But but I communicate primarily through my images. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So somebody will send you like a love letter and you'll send them a selfie sure. or something. I love it. Cool. That's, that's extremely sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, we're not always sweet. It, you know, oh, I like those too. That's good. That's well, yeah, a bit of everywhere. Yeah. We're still, I'm a bit, yeah. Rattle from the car crash. We were talking about some stuff we wanted to bring up. What was, it wasn't a car crash. I, I excited the driver too much. And oh he, yeah. And he, and he love bumped the <laughs> Do a car white, in front of us. <laughs> when I think he wanted to love bump me, <laughs> but he was driving. Yeah, too he slow was so laughing got out. a lot. <laughs> After, yeah. this is an Uber. And yeah, it was a little Uber uh, accent we had, um, but we're good. We're it healthy. was a stick shift, and usually, you know, stick shifts are my specialty. But I wasn't driving, so yeah. You were talking a little bit about your sexuality. Do mm-hmm. you have a particular like um, category that it because well, yeah, and that, that's and that's something I want to ask you about too. Is do you ex- buy into this um, thing where it's like it's this kind of topography of different like sexualities and genders or do you think like everybody's just their own whatever you know i identify as an as a visual artist Uh that's how i identify cool and so you that's just your own term Mm -hmm. right and it's self-invented and i mean i mean if if you see my tags it's a bit of everything it's a you know transvestite trannies female lady boy whatever i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) to me you're either gender deviant or you're not and i'm definitely gender deviant what is, can you say more about that? Gender deviance. Do you want me to spread my legs? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Is that what that is? Does people who spread yeah, their legs? Gender is. deviance? Oh, it's an audio-only podcast, so I can just make all sorts of assumptions about I mean, right. what we're people doing. Are, yeah, you're going to assume yeah. uh, we're all in a bathtub. Um, oh, there's a bathtub? Th- yeah, we're in a bathtub. Oh, okay. uh, wh- well, you were talking, too, about sex negativity. Do you think this time particularly is... A sex negative time that's in the well, world? Okay, okay, like there's, it's, it's a great time because there's so much opportunity for integration and acceptance for people, uh, queer people of all kinds, you know, whether or not you consider yourself queer, you know, you, someone might say I'm a straight trans woman or whatever, uh, but just you're either it or you're not. And if you're not, if you're deviant in some way, if you had some path to get to who you are and it was not convenient for you, then it, in m- many ways it is a better time because, you know, there's, there's just more visibility. Um, and that's great, but it also comes with this, it's sort of laced with this, uh, th- this idea that, we're, that we have to communicate to a, uh, you know, a straight cisgender audience who we are and how cuddly and not scary we are and, and just kind of censoring our stories and, and, and curating our experiences for, um, and, and, and really just editing ourselves for people who may or may not understand. And I don't think that's really important. And, 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 and I think there's a lot of, um, and, and it is creating a kind of sex negative atmosphere. Having to cater to the Anders Lees mm-hmm. of the world. To I mean, I have something I can read for you that I brought in. Sure, if you don't mind doing it in the microphone. I don't mean to shit on anybody unless you pay me, but um, this is an example of a text that I think sort of explicates this attitude, right? Uh, this, this, is, this is a description for a Facebook group that I'm not a part of. And uh, again, I don't want to shit anybody, but I, I think there's a lot of judgment passed in this text. Okay, description. This group is for those that wish to change the image of all transgender people by removing the sleaze and replacing it with cleaner images and have more fun with members contributing to sharing of information for trans-friendly cafes, clubs, and articles such as art, music, etc., etc., etc. Rules. No porn or lingerie pics to be posted at all to the group. These will be deleted along with your membership. Uh, no hassling members with add me comments or camming. 
please keep conversations as clean as possible. Only full profiles with a full face photo will be accepted for membership of this group. By the way, that also you know discounts all the people uh, on their sex Facebooks and Instagram trying to access content they don't have access to otherwise. Um, finally, I know I may seem strict with the rules, but let's show the world we are just as normal as anyone else and that we are serious about who we are. This is ridiculous. It's such bullshit. It's such bullshit. It's slut shaming, sex negative, conformist. Uh, oh my yeah. god, it's awful. It's no, I awful. so I see what you're. What you're, what makes you mad about that too is a bit of the kind of because how can I say it's as a visual artist as someone who kind of found almost like sexiness within visual content you and I see what you're like with this policing of your sexuality of even how you I see what you're getting at yeah no I'm and, not getting at it I am it you no okay excellent <laughs> um. Jeez Louise. Uh, but and it seems like, Angelica. do you feel like you're being pressured to sort of adopt those more? Uh, Not at this point, no. No. But by the I broader mean, culture. But oh, oh, okay. So, like, my main platforms are my Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm very happy with the response. Uh, and I love being a part of an online community of other gender deviant, gender nonconforming people who also make their own content and put their images online. I think it's a really important, great thing. Uh, when I've branched out to like a more general, I, I mean, people who, who are looking for that will find me, right? Um, the way it is right now. I also have accounts on like X Hamster, Pornhub, whatever. Uh, and it's different also. It's interesting to see like the same images on a different platform read differently. You know, like when I uh, moved to Tinder with my Craigslist images, it was like, oh, like th this doesn't look the same. Like it's like uh, Tinder necessitates a different kind of image, you know, to be, um, to have that effect, you know. But uh, when I've, posted things on like Imgur for example the Reddit uh, yeah it was <laughs> it, it, it was really aggressive and very negative mm. and uh, I was quickly banned despite not you posting porn D despite not posting porn I yeah wow. yeah because you know I, I you know but I think this is good I, I think it's a good sign that either way there was like there is a response and it's a very strong response whether it's positive or negative and that means that you're doing something right as an artist I think you know so you would... They unbanned me. They unbanned me. Okay. But with a strike, which was ridiculous. Because it's like, you, 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 you agree that I didn't post anything against the rules and, you know... So you appealed their initial ban? I don't go on Imgur anymore. Oh, okay. Maybe at some point, you know. Why did they decide to let you back on? Hmm? Why did they decide to let you back on? Oh, no, because I petitioned and said, like, you know, I, I didn't post anything oh, okay. against the rules. And then they said, we've, we've reinstated your account, but just so you know, another another warning will be, um, you know, will ban you. <laughs> but they just said that I, I didn't break any rules. So I, I think there's a lot of, um, I, I think, being, being, a, being a gender deviant person, uh, transvestite, whatever, uh, showing, um, showing yourself online, it, it, it's still, you know, like there are certain places where I would not be able to show my images still. You know. Mm -hmm. um, getting back to that, that group you're talking about, was, it was kind of the, I guess, plain clothes transgendered um, Facebook group. Not that's not the name, but that was kind of the idea yeah. behind it. Is that? Do you think? What do you think of making spaces for people who are trans who um, don't aren't necessarily what you would call gender deviant? They just, you know, maybe just want to kind of go to work every day and just you know oh yeah i mean like you don't always want to be a gender warrior right. when you're going to fucking Dwayne reed uh-huh you know that's why you go at four in the morning um <laughs> but i understand that but if, if, if it buys into and, and contributes to the sex negativity slut shaming 
um, misogyny or trans misogyny of straight cisgender society, that's mm-hmm. not good. Well, and that, that's not a way to gain acceptance, to take on the hypocrisies of the group that you want to be accepted by. You know, right. I, I don't think that's helpful. And how much of that do you think has to do with uh, economic structures? What? How much of that do you think has to do with economic structures? Wanting to... Sure. I, I mean, like, there's a... What, you mean, like, you mean like a class problem? Yeah, and just by being accepted by the broader culture, you have to... Oh, I, I mean, like, this right. goes way back. Like, there's this word, autogynophilia, which, is, which means, like, the love of yourself. I was trying to fucking remember that. Yeah. I couldn't remember. I was sitting here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't apologize. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah so, yeah, so it's this idea that if you are turned on by your femininity, by yourself as a woman, then that negates your trans identity. I mean, it started in, in like about 20, 30 years ago. There was this idea that if you were a trans identifying person, you either were the type who was like, I always wanted to play with girls' toys. I always wanted to wear dresses. That was just what I felt like doing. Or, there, or, or you could have arrived at your trans identity through like a sissy cross-dressing fetish, which is totally valid. You know, like... You could totally arrive at your... I mean, sex is part of self-discovery and realizing who you are. And if you, you discover your trans identity through sex, that's completely valid. But it's sort of a hush-hush thing. Like people are not quick to admit this. And it's sort of written out of the mainstream narrative, uh, which, which is very, very cleansed and um, mm-hmm. simplified. So like how there's even like a sex-negative undertone with people like discovering whatever that might be. You couldn't get hormones at, at one point if, if, if you were determined to just be an autogynophile. You know, like you were not really transgender. You were just a fetishist, you know. And, and I think that that's that narrative, the sissy cross-dressing, um, forced femme, if you will. Uh, all those online fetish communities, mean, and all of it's online because no one admits this shit in person. Uh, it's a completely valid mm-hmm. part of the identity. And I think it's important. Do you feel that there's a, an attack on all, essentially on all that still? Like on discovering your sexual identity through sex and do you think there's still an attack on that that it isn't as legitimate maybe because it was through sex or do you think that's changed a little bit because it's oh, i mean like in general of course that's yeah. true because it because it plays into a generally sex negative society that will enjoy content but not without criticizing it you know mm-hmm. i mean the, 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 this plays out all the time in so many different ways repression does yeah, a lot of, of it goes yeah, yeah, yeah. back to that I, I mean i mean we have a lot of things better here but it, it's like uh it's sort of like a like a curatorial issue i mean i mean like there's more details and nooks and crannies that conversation to discuss maybe in a country like this but if you look at um like for example in uh very recently a very brave girl died kandil baloch the social media celebrity uh, of pakistan very uh she she was the most well-known controversial person in pakistan and uh as that news reached Western countries, uh, it was sort of summarized as Pakistan's Kim Kardashian, uh, you know, honor killing, you know, so it, it, which is a, you know, it's, it's not a completely off simplification of her persona and what she meant, but she meant so much more than, I mean, everyone wishes they could mean so much, you know, uh, just by expressing herself. A fucking selfie <laughs> was so loaded for, for a country like Pakistan, which uh, I, I think usually ranks among like the top, if not very near the top, of like um, 
internet porn users and stuff like that, but it's, so, but it's such a patriarchal damning society that polices women's behavior so much. And just her, uh, Candia Baloch was, 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 was a social media star who posted selfies and talked about her life and was unafraid to express her opinion online. So online space is also in a country like Pakistan just has a totally different meaning than mm -hmm. here. And for her to do that was uh, so shocking and really shook so many of the values of the country. And, um, and, and, and I think even now, like, so, so, I mean, obviously, like, her death, I think, sp like, spurned so much of the current incarnation of my project, because I realized that social media was a way to show your work. It was a way to express who you are, express your sexuality, especially, like, hi hyper-feminized expressions of sexuality are so criticized. Anyone thinks they can tear it down. Anyone, you know? Um, and, and, and however you get there, whether you're a trans woman or a genderqueer or... Um, a cis woman, I know that cis is a uh, kind of unpopular term lately, but whatever, like, it, I think it's important to express that, you know? It, it's still, like, it, from what you're making, it, like, from what it sounds like, it's more policing still, like, to this, you know, hyper-femininity and still be able to tear it down is, like, policing. Well, and there was, like, there was a very, like, I think it's a polite liberal opinion now in, in, in Pakistan that, like, oh, she shouldn't have been killed, she was strangled by her brother, she shouldn't have been killed, but I don't believe with, I, I, I don't agree with how she lived, you know. I'm not saying that she, you know, but she shouldn't have been killed, but, you know, and if you're putting a but in that sentence, you're an apologist for murder, you know. There is no honor killing, it's just murder. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and this is a, you know, I, I, I think the most uh, socially acceptable expression of this opinion, as I've seen, because obviously I, I don't read Urdu, but, um, but in, the, in the English language articles that I've read, it seems that the, it, it, it's a polite, slightly left of center opinion in, in society that, it's too bad she died, but what she did wasn't right, you know? And, oh, and, and th that's th th those thoughts don't belong together at all, you know? Yeah, so she was kind of stemming into now, like, a political hemisphere, and it seems that how her micro selfie, her little selfie and her... Everything all right, Anders? I'm just checking. Oh, good. Okay, we're looking good. at my skirt. Her, her. <laughs> <laughs> that um, her kind of selfie, her, like, you know, expression on the Internet was affecting a macro issue a big political yeah and so that that's crazy that something just so kind of little i guess in the scheme of things can mean so much and do you see any of this kind of sexuality and kind of visualization of sex playing out in like politics today how do you think it would play out uh like i don't know in the united states if there's something i mean I mean, I think it does play out i, I read an interview with uh, hillary clinton's hairstylist and makeup artist and it, the whole vibe of what they were saying about working with her was very uh, censorious. Like, like, it was just like, the whole point with her hair is to make her hair as unimportant as possible. The whole point with her makeup is to make her makeup as unimportant as possible. And it's like, why can't, why can't someone hold a position of power as a woman and you know, enjoy that and express that and play with that instead of having to censor it down so as to not be distracting. You know, I mean, I, mean, I, I understand why that's the case with her. I totally understand that. But it's too bad that that's even a necessity. You know, like it's just. People should be allowed to be ridiculous Absolutely. or challenge those. Uh, you know, like with, I mean, one thing that comes up to mind immediately is like, you know, the whole Trump hairdo is kind of a big icon now. And sure. there is someone working there making that hair look as it does. But no one asks him, where does he get his hair done? I've heard he combs it himself. Bullshit. Really? I mean, after a while, I guess he's got Finger comb. That's what he said in an interview. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that makes it what it is. But that, that is he's an interesting... He's the best in the world. <laughs> well, that is an interesting example, though, because you have somebody who 
has something like a hairstyle that's fitting the norm but it's doing it so ridiculously that it's bad that it's bad and we think of it as ugly um we could just as easily be having a similar hairstyle that's transgressive sure (laughs) (laughs) theory of hair um can you talk some about how your educational background kind of shapes <laughs> the way? Oh my god. Um, Jesus, it's too triggering. No, I mean, I mean, like I, I went to art school for a hot second. Uh, I find, I mean, it, it, it's it's like what I said. I find that the back and forth uh, between, like, like the process of making images, showing them, having a response, and. Uh, taking in that response and continuing to make images is much more satisfying to me out there in the world, you know, and that's how I'm referring to social media in this case, uh, because it is real. It, it's, uh, that's, that's real to me. And I, I, did, I didn't find the sterile, is this the part where I started dominating you? I, um, <laughs> I didn't find the sterile environment of a critique to be very helpful to that. But, you know, I wasn't open to it either. So I, what I've realized is if you're ambivalent about something, if you're like 50-50, just don't do it. This applies to sexual encounters. This applies to any life thing. Like, it's, like that feeling doesn't improve, especially with sexual encounters. You're like, you're like, you, you, you want to you know, at least tip the scale in favor of doing something, and I was never really so sure about going to school. Okay, excellent. Uh, I was going to say, with, do you have an end goal on this mission or are you just doing it day by day this is a question i get a lot yeah like, what are you trying to do what is your goal mm-hmm. what are you trying to do uh i think i'm not criticizing you for this question mm-hmm. um i think it's a good question because i do get it a lot but but i think this question is based on like you better have a good reason for being such a big whore <laughs> like what's your excuse like you better have a good reason Anders, for all what's this. your reason for being such a big whore what's your reason Anders? what's your reason Anders? uh society told me to okay there you go I don't like that reason. I'll punish you. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. Also, like, what I'm doing, like... Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm not sorry. (laughs) It's no taking a moment. But, like, it's not, like... um, Like, specifically, like, I said, I I don't make porn images. They're porn adjacent in that they're informed. So, like, I realized that, like, here I was on Craigslist, like, a year ago, making images informed by hardcore straight pornography for a primarily straight male audience using like drag techniques Mm -hmm. but it was um but it was dipping into this like sissy cross-dressing fetish right yeah so there was this kind of cross-section of influences where it was like drag um in in the creation of a character and makeup and stuff like that it was it was anchored in the fetish this transgender transvestite sissy transsexual fetish um and it was also informed by straight pornography of like about a year ago in terms of the styling and stuff. Yeah. Uh, mm, like straight porn of may- maybe 10 years ago. Gonzo. Gonzo porn. Gon- <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that one of your cousins, Gonzo? Yeah. Uh, and um, <laughs> it's all of them. They're just all called Gonzo. Got, like, uh, and that was also important for me to realize that like I, like I literally had a formula and a process. Yeah. And, and I was wondering like what is the work that you can't help but make? that's the work you should make you know that's that's the thing you should just put right in the center and that's what i was doing that's a, yeah you know. fucking superb thank you right um i want to talk about some stuff we talked about in the the car crash we got into i yeah, i know you had some notes on your phone <laughs> of something we're talking about it and there's a lot of material there and i keep floating around trying to figure out what it is anything oh great 
read that? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Artists making images, live experience. There we go. Started. Craigslist contrast critique. Da, 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 necessity. For everyone at home, I'm waxing currently. You're wax. <laughs> waxing poetic. Okay. Um, trying to appeal the straight cis society, which that's that's cool that's well, that has to do with yeah. like the narratives that are actually out there like which mm -hmm. which trans narratives do we accept and which ones like you know like basically which ones become movies starring cisgender straight actors yeah yeah uh, supposedly playing a trans woman uh there's the danish girl oh my god there's this amazing writer tori peters who is in brooklyn i believe uh and she talks about writing for like not not writing for cis people but writing for like trans people like what is the trans experience uh because that's just such a deeper, more nuanced conversation and narrative to express than like the super simplified like I was this and um, like okay okay so so Tori Peters in conversation with Ham Sandwich uh, as part of Hamversations, which is uh, Ham Sandwich is an amazing Brooklyn uh, intellectual and entertainer. Um, they talk about how the Danish girl, which is a w w where Eddie Redmayne. Uh, on a dress discover he wants to be a woman and blah 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 all this horrible stuff happens uh he uh, it's it's a piece of forced femme literature which is an amazing point blew my mind blew my mind because uh, it's true like uh, in this sissy cross-dressing fetish there's like a, a huge part of it is like erotic lit there's so much of it there are so many websites uh and interestingly like you know um it's like what's very popular is something called forced femme where there is a character who coerces or forces this male protagonist into cross-dressing and, and, and being feminized, right? And, and, and there was this assertion in that conversation that the Danish girl is basically a piece of forced femme literature where he's forced by his, uh, or forced by his wife to cross-dress, uh, dressed up as trans history, uh, and of course starring Eddie Redmayne, um, and that's what people accept as being like an amazing groundbreaking uh, expression of a trans narrative that needs to be heard when it's really really not like it just kind of shoots and misses um, which I thought was amazing and incredible and mind-blowing uh, I mean I'm not saying don't watch it but it's just like it's, it's not the whole story and, and, and I think more nuanced conversations around all that like like, like, the, like the, the, the trans people who are uh, who are rewarded tend to be the most conforming or convincingly passable mm. people uh, maybe an understandable way where it's like, okay, so like I, I'm less threatened by you because I, because I believe more wholly in your womanhood, right? Uh, but, but that's not all of it, you know. Like you, you don't, you don't have to get your top and bottom surgery to be a woman. <laughs> like you don't have to, and and you don't have to be static in, in one in one gender identity or expression either. And I think opening that umbrella up and um, kind of in, involving the, these different stories and, and and different ways to arrive at this identity is really important. Do you find that's a line that has to, you? That's why I have a bulge today. A bulge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but is that a line that has to be towed pretty often with like, because um, I hear a lot this this um, this ethic of like we don't care what people think. You know, we like we shouldn't worry about what cis people think or. or in a I mean, I get criticized a lot by by like um, liberal arts types for mm -hmm. conforming. Like people have said, why don't you why don't you wear a beard? <laughs> it's like <laughs> the day I wear a beard to get fucked, I'll wear a beard. But I, I don't right. see that happening. You know, like and I like my um, like this is very sincere for me. I really am a dirty whore, and this is like this is how I this is how I get fucked. So right. why don't they wear a beard, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Make but, your own. But thing. there is the opinion that like you, uh, you know 
gender fuck. Why don't you play with it more? Uh, you know, whatever. Fuck it. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> but as kind of a political question, how do you, is that a concern that you have where it's like to kind of strive for more rights and recognition like some people particularly like liberals would say like you have to uh you know appease people's feelings you have to you know reach them on this very basic level um but would you say like we shouldn't worry about that i think that relates to like uh you know like passing privilege and Uh stuff and like part of why we only like um it's very important to like i think we should also open up the idea of beauty to, to not just be so focused on passing you know to not mm-hmm. just be so convincingly female mm-hmm. i think actually even though there's kind of like a trans versus drag thing happening which is so un- unhelpful and unfortunate that like you know there's some trans people that are offended by the sheer existence of drag queens uh i think drag queens are actually very helpful in this because now there is um just like drag is changing so much and there is a whole different idea of what it is to be a beautiful drag queen that is less tethered to being convincingly female or fishy a word that I don't like to use or passing um, and just being like oh it's a fucking beautiful drag queen you know <laughs> like and, and, and yeah. I think that actually drag queens are helpful in that way to opening up the idea of beauty the concept of beauty to be less focused on passing or convincing you know because not every because not, not everyone can pass not everyone can pass and we, we need to be not just understanding, but I, th- I think celebratory of that. Mm-hmm. that that's be- that's beautiful. That's really that's wow. That's My really legs are still open. Yeah. That's why he's talking about everybody. Yeah, I see. <laughs> um, what did I? Uh, what came to mind? What I want to say is that the th- that what irked me a bit is that people criticizing you and saying why don't you grow a beard? That yeah. bothers me. I think uh, that sucks. You know because again that's in weird places you're finding people still f- policing in a way people still as you said trying to like tear down mm-hmm. like what other things have you heard along those lines from places that are trying to make you more of kind of their vision oh all sorts of shit but yeah. like I think it has to do with uh, like okay so on Imgur my like five seconds on Imgur the public comments were many and horrible But I got, at the same time, I was getting inbox messages that were pervy and amazing. So, like, privately, I think everyone is more open-minded than they care to admit, which is too bad because, you know, like, everyone, like, really, really. And publicly, it it was much more negative. So. That sucks. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Something I I like the aggressive approach. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's pretty common on, like reddit i think it was on uh, it was on imgur a few years ago i remember there was a sikh woman who had uh, some facial hair and someone took a photo of it and put it in this the one of these sections where it's like what oh the yeah f- what she's the fuck is yeah, it yeah, yeah. She, 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 she's very popular now rightfully so but yeah can you t- so you're familiar with her how did she kind of like she took that and uh, turned it into a familiar but you almost don't have to be because it's such a great image uh-huh. like uh, like like that just speaks for itself and, and i think any artist you know like there is this idea that every author is just kind of like striving towards perfection like every book is sort of an, another take maybe on on the same idea until you just fucking get it right and maybe as a visual artist that applies to some people too so like fuck it. like i mean I, I mean that like her that image amazing you know Right. This character Angelica Vice, how um, or oh, you are Angelica yeah. Vice in conference. So how, what is Angelica Vice's uh, favorite ice cream? Yeah, like um, 
I was going to say, yeah, for the people listening and your dear listeners and your dear fans, what do you like to do on a date? What would be your favorite thing to do? Do you like long walks on the beach or are you less complicated? I, I usually start with eyeshadow and then I get around to douching. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's Angelica Vice? Where are you from? Where'd you find me? What were we going to say, Ian? Oh, um, uh, what was it? Uh, Route 18. Uh, I was, my, uh, my uncle and me were. No, you said the sewers of Jersey. No, not the sewers, the swamps. And then you said Route 18. I didn't know what route highway 18, we were on. Route 18, yeah. Yeah, Route 18. That's where you'll find me, Route 18. Route 18. <laughs> near the, near the, was it the Hilton Hotel? Selling or my something? wares, what? Near the Hilton Hotels there? Is there. I like the Marriott. The Marriott, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It's a little bit, a yeah. little bit more of a. Yeah, it's a better crowd. Yeah, better crowd. <laughs> I like the spider. Everyone's in a rush at the Hilton, you know? Yeah, yeah, everyone's running around. Okay, so great. So you just appeared there one day on Route 18. I mean, it was it, it was a long road to Angelic Advice, uh-huh. and hopefully a long road ahead too. Right. And how do you feel? Uh, your aesthetic has already changed from like taking these photos, whether it's like the angles of the pictures or the way you apply your I mean, makeup. there's just more depth to it. Like mm-hmm. you just get better and better, you know. And then the images, like there's more depth to it. The more you do, like with with any practice, with any medium, with any art practice, that happens. And uh, of course, that happens with me, you know. Getting sluttier and sluttier. <laughs> so you weren't as wetter and wider. <laughs> <laughs> so when you started, you were not. Uh, you were a little more modest. Modest. No, I, I just um, my uh, my tools became better ways to to express myself. Like 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 I I, I just got better at using the tools that I have mm-hmm. to express the sexuality and embody. Um, my sexual truth <laughs> really yeah and 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 uh you know hopefully get a lot of cock for it which happens <laughs> so do you accept money or it's all just uh uh what oh yeah paypal's great paypal no actually you know i, I thought like i am very pro sex worker i think it is a travesty that you know you can't comfortably be a prostitute uh i th- um but i'm I never really dipped into that. I, I mean, like, I, I, I was constantly told that I should, and really I probably should have, but I just, it would change things, you know? Like, it, it, would be, it would be a different, it would have put certain pressures on it, you know? Like, it's not an easy job. Not everyone can do that. Mm-hmm. And I would never think to uh, reduce, <laughs> you know, like, like what it is to really be a prostitute. I mean, it's a sex worker. You know, like, that, like not, not everyone can do that. And because this process was one of self-discovery for me, that can get messy. And I wasn't going to, you know, charge someone for my self-discovery you know I think at this point I could but I'm pretty comfortable right now yeah <laughs> yeah oh, this is great look at Andrews look how happy he looks hey look Andrews <laughs> you being good Andrews you being good being good you being good, good Andrews good boy he's yeah. being a good boy uh, so what's yeah I lick guess lick my so. shoe sorry what, <laughs> what so uh, alright so what would you say is like what's next like do, are you going to expand your um music movies yeah. hollywood trenton oh. trenton new, new jersey <laughs> <laughs> new brunswick NJ Trans- what about um it's. morristown or was nj transvest i nj transvest it <laughs> <laughs> whatever yeah you gotta add the hand signal mm-hmm. in there great oh, right. oh there's yeah. been so much hand stuff going on as we're talking yeah for everyone to know 
There's a lot of, we're kind of like angry Me playing with my hair, not like, you know, anything else. Oh, yeah. Well, Anders is quiet now for a little reason. Well, I mean, right. he's in the corner. He's in the corner. Yeah, he's in trouble. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's give him a voice now. Speaking of uh, corners and Speaking of trouble. Corners? corners. Like okay. putting kids in the corner. Yeah. Et cetera. Um, how, do you, how, do you, how much do you think the way we're raised and children are brought up has an effect on the way we conceive gender and it's and does that kind of like make it so it's it's almost uh not futile but so so difficult to break through people's oh, conceptions mean, of these things huge. when they're ingrained and i i i can't i can't imagine the stress of navigating any part of raising a child that's why i don't raise mine <laughs> i just send them off <laughs> so uh, anders are you getting at like different like how maybe different cultures it would be harder is that what you're saying is that, what are you getting at there? Well, that and you know we're talking about uh, like for like foreplay, foreplay, and <laughs> if we're breaking through. See, I like it how the dead air happens, and it's like, oh, okay. Uh, it's an audio only podcast. <laughs> it is. Yeah, they can't see the. They can't see my gaping maw. <laughs> 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 but if you have a maw, who's like you gotta be like I remember seeing on the subway once. Uh, this mom was like, don't play with, like, you're a boy, don't play with this toy. Like, she was, like, smacking her kid because he wanted to play with a doll or something. Um, that's so ingrained in just billions of people. I mean, you're raised by your parents, but you're also raised by society in some way. And yeah. uh, and we, we can work to create a more inclusive How long is that going to take, though, is, I guess, How is my question. How long is it going to take? You want well, an estimation? Not, a, not an estimation, <laughs> but, like, ETA. E- uh-huh. ETA. Uh... Like what? How do do we have to kind of (laughs) do our expectation? What about expectations? Expectations. I guess is my question. Like, how far can you really expect the world to go? And do you find yourself? Oh my God, Jose Munoz. I believe that's his full name. Um, My liberal arts friend's gonna slap me if I didn't get it right. But Jose Munoz writes about this. How the um, oh fuck, what what is the word he uses? The goal, right, or utopia? Utopia rather is a horizon. It's always moving back, but you have to always keep going towards it. You, you have to, okay, they should have heard this. Jose Mino <laughs> said in, uh, in, in, in Cruising Utopia uh, that the utopia or the goal or whatever, it's a horizon. It's always moving back, but you have to keep going towards it. You have to keep working towards it. So sure, the problems in 20 years might be different. Maybe they'll be better uh, and more nuanced, but you have to keep you know, working towards and utopia. I don't know if you have ever like which might be lesbianism by the way I think <laughs> lesbianism is very utopic I wish I were a lesbian that is not my inclination but I think lesbian expressions of sexuality and pleasure are extremely important because the world is made for penises in the shape of penis and I think this is this is part of why the lesbian perspective is super important in film and all media like you just you just gotta have it you gotta have it what were we saying Wow, no, that was great. That yeah. was I, I, I want to talk about that now. I was going to talk about yeah, like talk talking about to kids and like how uh, was it? I just were I just had a family get together and with your cousins. Y- uh, yeah, with Ian uh, has like eight cousins with names like 80. Gonzo and, and, and Bamba <laughs> and Bazooka or whatever their names are, and they are all just like the sexiest Puerto Rican like personal trainers. And I just I want to come over for a tag team. <laughs> But I, I want to sometime s- after dinner, like after they. After oh no no no! Dinner. no before they before eat. Before dinner, I would think because before then it's they less eat, messy. yeah. I, I I like to be hungry and always on a sex day. I usually don't eat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. We tangent after tangent. Uh, I want to say was 
how gender in, like is such a foundational thing, like especially the kids. This is usually like one of the first things that they're picking up from society that you're saying that it yeah. may not be so much the parents telling them, "Oh, don't this isn't this is blue. You could wear this. This is pink. You you can't wear this," or uh, vice versa. And yet with Anders is like, you know, trying to figure out guesstimation. Like you're trying to figure out your gender. Is that what's going on, Anders? We can figure it out. I like that you're, Are you're you wearing a sissy boy right now. Like normally wearing brown pants, and no, now you're wearing. No, he's always wearing a mute color. But it's usually brown pants. Now yeah. he's wearing a brown shirt, and blue pants. Brown's good because you know you don't have to worry about accidents. <laughs> yeah, Anders has accidents a lot. I'm not sure if you guys know that in here. Look at him. Look how cute you are, Anders. Sorry. Anything safe for yourself? Because I'm just like. I mean, I mean, yeah, like those those, those <laughs> foundational. Um, uh, the, 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 those foundational she can come in those foundational differences are so arbitrary they're so yeah. arbitrary to the point where like pink used to be the boy's color uh, so arbitrary whatever she can come in by the way or if she wants to join or I don't know if she's in, you know down for you that sure go ask her um, or we can wrap up whatever well, you, you should yeah. always wrap it up in general Ra- <laughs> you, you, with, you mean safe sex I, I mean hams hams you can't just put it in the fridge oh yeah, like the yeah. honey baked yeah um Plastic or tinfoil? Plastic tinfoil. Well, we, what if you get the deli slices? Are these listeners? What is that? What's yeah, we have on? one listener. <laughs> who, uh, Hi. Who uh, said this is? What's his name? So I want to say his name. Good. Why do you? Why assume it's a he? What's your listener's name? Sasha A. Sarah. Thank Sasha. you so much for listening. Is this the Sasha who works at Bite in Fourteenth Street? <laughs> you better not out me. Never mind. Yeah, well, thank you so much for joining us on the air today. Uh, thank you for having me. That was a lot of fun. Uh, let's make this happen again, but maybe more visual. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you get take some pictures. We'll take some pictures right now. We'll post them on the I'm Instagrams. I'm going to step on his balls. But well, I'm going to pretend you haven't been doing that already. <laughs> uh, have a great week, Those everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye.